Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What up, 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 what up? Everybody, welcome back to the Underground for another episode, episode 13 of Area 21, the Underground Takedown. As always, this is your boy, King Friday, Black Butterfly, Amelia, always here with me. Say what's up. What's, what's going on, everybody? Already, already, already. So how, how you know what I'm saying, how has uh, everybody been since the last time we've uh, convened? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, been good, been good, you know. Grinding. Grinding, you know, on the grossel, the grinding hustle, so the grossel. I feel you. You can't do nothing but keep doing that. Can't <laughs> not do nothing grossel. but keep doing that. The grossel, not like like that gristle. Right. Mm-hmm. It'd be tough. It, it'd be tough, but you can chew it. Mm-hmm. Don't I mean, let yeah, you can't eat the, Don't let anybody tell you you can't eat the gristle now. <laughs> uh-uh, I can't fool with the gristle. I ain't going for y'all. Nah. Hell no, nah, y'all ain't country. Well, yeah, <laughs> episode 13, you know what I'm saying? We getting up there. We making moves, you know what I'm saying? We growing. Appreciate all the support, everybody that's following us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. And if you're not, be, uh, you know what I'm saying, feel free to follow us, Area 21 Podcast. That's at Area, the number 21 podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also Find us at area21podcast.com. So be sure to, you know what I'm saying, check all of that out. Hit that follow button. Hit them, hit them like buttons, you know what I'm saying, a couple of times on some of the pictures, and we'll do it back for you, you know what I'm saying? But um, let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh, first off, definitely got to say uh, rest in peace to Christopher Big Black Boykin. Um, if you don't know who he is, he was the, uh, he was the big black guy and also the bodyguard for Rob Deerdack off the show Robin Big. Um, yeah. He died. Yeah, he died Tuesday morning. Um, no official cause of death yet, but they're 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 assuming that it was a heart attack. He was 45, uh, and he has a little girl, Isis. Uh, I think mm-hmm. she's like nine years old. But I used yeah. to love that show. I love that Me show. Too. He was day. so funny. He was really funny. Yeah. Like. I, th- I think that's what made me watch the show was because of him. It's like he was falling behind uh, Rob's antics and shenanigans. And, I mean, he, he was a cool person on the show, really cool, really cool. So, um, you know, rest in peace to him and, you know, prayers go out to him and his family and his fans. Yeah, he was yeah. so young. He was only 45. Right. So definitely rest in peace to Big Black. Uh, in some uh, exciting and positive news, um, I'm getting this news from Blavity.com. Shout out to Blavity. Uh, but a group of Black Lives Matter uh, organization and activists are set to bail out 30 women for Mother's Day. Um, oh, wow. Like I said, I'm getting this for uh, from Blavity.com. And they gave some, a couple of statistics about, you know, women in jail, uh, of the 1 million incarcerated women in the United States, 30% of them are black. 
despite the fact that black women make up only 13% of the overall female population, um, this week several black-led organizations uh, united together to bail out mothers in more than a dozen jails across the country just in time for Mother's Day. Um, the organization, the Southerners on New Ground, or song organization in conjunction with the Movement for Black Lives and Color of Change, have raised more than $250,000 towards the release of women in Atlanta, Houston, Los Angeles, and several other cities. Um, so they're calling the initiative National Mamas Bailout Day, and they will uh, are set to free more than 30 black women currently detained for low-level offenses, such as loitering or small-scale drug possession. Uh, none of the women, uh, the women who, um, we have to point out, none of them have been convicted are in jail basically uh, due to their inability to post bail. So basically what they're doing is they're, you know, they're posting bail and bond for these women to get out so that they can be home for uh, for Mother's Day. So definitely shout out to Song, uh, to Song and the Black Lives uh, and Color of Change organizations. Um, and I'm gonna tr- we're going to try our best to post the link because I believe you still can donate to uh to them as of right now uh if you go to southerners on newground.org uh there there should be a donate link for mama's day bailout so if you want to contribute to it you still got time you can go there uh, so definitely shout out to them for that for that positive news helping some people out um was was what was blowing my mind though is that they got $250,000 and they're going to only be able to free like 30 women that means that, you know what I'm saying, they bail is high. Like, debtor's prison is a fucked up idea, but that's a whole other conversation. But in, um, in amazing black people news and also, at the same time, coonery shit, Bethune-Cookman, an HBCU, started by the amazing Mary McLeod Bethune, uh, said that they were having Betsy motherfucking DeVos as the commencement speaker for their graduation, which they had on uh, today. And, of course, nobody uh, was with the shits. And so DeVos got up there, started speaking, and um, as typical you would think, the black people began to boo and say, you know what I'm saying, like, we ain't with the shits. And then the students got up and turned their backs to her. And then... The coonery president got up there and said, if y'all don't stop, we're going to mail y'all diplomas to the house and, like, basically stop this, stop this mm. from going on. Mm. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the students for, you know what I'm saying, basically saying we ain't with the shits. And shout out to the coons and whoever decided that they was going to let that motherfucker who doesn't even have a college diploma come try to inspire some black youth that's in student loan debt now from graduating from their school. Don't get me started. All right, so, yeah, shout out to them coons, but shout out to the students for standing up for some shit. Uh, and more and more coonery news. It's not necessarily coonery, but I just I just had to bring it up. Um, I wanted to let everybody know I'm appreciative to my co-hosts uh, and everybody that support us because we're now recording in a, you know, a beautiful Million dollar facility recording studio. If y'all check our Instagram at Area Twenty One Podcast on Instagram, you can see a penthouse, penthouse overlooking. You know what I'm saying the city, and you know what I'm saying we recording this, and it's all thanks to you all. We only been here a short time, but you know what I'm saying shout out to the Bow Wow Challenge for getting us in this new studio. You know what I'm saying. Hey, Bow Wow Challenge. Hey, bam, bam, bam. Hey, matter of fact, you know what I'm saying. 
while uh, a million black butterfly doing entertainment and fashion, I'm gonna just step outside the studio and go sit in an adjoining waiting room and have some cavassier and champagne. You know what I'm saying? Because it came with the hey. studio. It's, hey, yeah. top notch. And the ice cubes is made of real diamonds, by the way. Real diamonds. Man, you talking about diamonds and pearls? Always in the middle. Drink, drink, drink. Listen, once once the ice melts, you're rich. I'm telling exactly. you, it's amazing. <laughs> shut up, Rick shut James. Up. But, it's because of y'all. but it, it, it's just because of y'all in the Bow Wow Challenge, man. We 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 just out there, you know. We flexing and, and flossing everywhere we go. We gonna keep moving on up. Shout out to Bow Wow, because I, I just got to smoke what he smoked for this motherfucker today. He was going to oh. just post. Exactly. He just going to post that picture so, and then get on a. He was fine exactly. and calm. He, he ain't even sitting. No oh, I'm sorry. Shot Moss. No I'm sorry. Shot Moss. Oh, he shot Moss. He Moss. Shot Moss. Yeah. Moss. Shot Moss. He like James Bond out in these streets. He said he's trying to grow up, but he out here fake flexing. This man posted. <laughs> and then he was in, he was in, a, he was in coach. Like, if you're going to do that, at least go sit in business class. <laughs> right. First class, like, dang. But my nigga was in coach, just chilling on home. And shout out to whoever exposed him. Shout out to whoever exposed him. But that's not the first time Bow Wow. Oh, yeah, he always get caught flexing. Yeah, he always get caught. It ain't the first time. So, Bow, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a wrong, L. What's wrong with the it's baby? It's another L for you. You just have so Bow Wow was supposed to be round about. Bow Wow is too too grown for this. Bow Wow round by that age. He need yeah, he, he might be thirty some. He might be thirty too. He's thirty. He just turned thirty this year. Oh, okay. But yeah, the last time wasn't, it, wasn't that him that was that posted that video talking about he was walking through a crowd of kids. He was like, Oh yeah. This is me. They was like, because bro, all of them exactly. kids is little. You ain't put out no exactly. But you, you weren't relevant then, song. Bow Wow. You weren't relevant because nobody really did watch your um your what is it NCIS Cyber or whatever show. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, so that was the time when he did that. That was the time when, um in uh CSI Cyber or whatever the show was called was on. And yeah, still, he didn't he wasn't do that. Relevant. They ain't catch no. they ain't catch him on that. They ain't catch him on that last little bit of one hundred six and Park either. See, no, right. no. Mm-mm. I mean, he hasn't really been relevant, you know, ever since Eric Kamina dumped his ass, you know, hey. Well, still ain't relevant. You know what I'm saying? Listen, but, y'all but, go support. Y'all go support the good out. brother. Y'all go support the good the good brother. Because he got his new show, Growing Up Hip Hop, which yeah. ain't even new. Growing it's a new season, ain't it? No, but, you know, this is. It's a brand new show. Yeah, it's a brand new show. No, he been had this, right? No. No. Oh, no. Now that I know. So, wait, hold up. What was the other one? What was the other Growing Up Hip Hop show? That yeah, that was Jermaine's show. He was just guest starring on that. But now so it was, he it was another like, growing up hip hop, but he just coming out with another one. Because wasn't well, it called growing up hip hop? I mean, it it was like the regular growing up hip hop L.A. That was with um, Angela Simmons, Romeo, and um, oh, yeah. Barge's the other daughter. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was Romeo and yeah. Angela Simmons. So this is like yeah. the the Atlanta this version. The Atlanta, Atlanta yeah, version. Yeah, this, yeah, this is with Ti's daughter. Uh, Ray Zanay, Lil Wayne's daughter, um, uh, uh, Deborah uh, Mize from Love and Hip Hop ATL. Her son is on there. Then you got um, Bow Wow, oh, yeah, that is, quote unquote, the executive producer. Like he's executive producer in this one. So, mm-hmm. well, and then it's, uh, it's going to be lit on there. Y'all yeah, support from the previews, from the previews, it looks like it is really going to be lit. So I am going to tune in. 
Because, you know, he's doing showing press me. runs and everything, get, um, getting ready for press. Be shit. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that show ain't going to be shit. It ain't going to be nothing but a watered-down love to hip hop <laughs> with younger people. Show ain't going to be shit. Because you know? I already seen it. It's going to be a little bit of drama with Tiny and uh, Zanique, which you probably you can already see on for uh, T.I. and right. Tiny. Because she recording right, that album. Right, right. Deb and her son going to get, you know what I'm saying, he, he going to, yeah, you can always Loud predict. Deb I be predicting these. Yeah, Deb on that. Right. But that's why Deb, I think that's why Deb ain't been on um, on Love and Hip Hop because they've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Deb be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Deb getting paid. I guess she's the only person I trust on reality TV. I don't trust nobody but Deb and <laughs> Well, yep. um, anyways, we just look at that. Lord, every week, we let these irrelevant people take up too much time. It was Joe Budden, nice Bow Wow, a.k.a. Shout Mouse. We got to quit this shit. <laughs> we oh, got to quit this. Oh, but he did the day, remember? He got donkey the other day today. We need to do more than that. We need to stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Ain't nobody fresh as oh, I'm here. Oh, wow. So, yeah, let's, let's, uh, we can hop up off of that, and we're going to now head on down to uh, my favorite segment, the Urban Landscape. And as usual, I'm going to give you the strain of the week, and this week the strain is Platinum OG. Uh, and I'm getting my uh, my information, of course, from Leafly.com. Uh, Platinum OG is just as precious as the metal is named after, with the THC content regularly topping 20%. This indica-dominant hybrid asserts itself as one of the heaviest strains around. Platinum OG is purported to stem from three strains, Master Kush, OG Kush, and a third unknown parent. Flowers are lime green and plump with a prominent orange hairs and a platinum coating thanks to an abundance of THC crystals. A brief, heady onset settles into a powerful physical sedation suitable for nighttime use and pain, stress, or anxiety relief, making this precious strain a robust healer. Um, and that's the strain highlight from Leasley.com. My personal review is all of that is absolutely true. It's got a very sweet, pungent smell. As Kush often does, it is is packed full of the white stuff, a.k.a. THC. And like I said, it's an indica-dominant hybrid, so... It's going to hit you in that head, and it's going to slowly move down to that body, and it's going to let you, you know what I'm saying, just really relax that body high. So it is good for pain, uh, like I said, stress and anxiety relief. So it definitely works. So, you know what I'm saying, like we always say, hit up your distributor or your dispensary and ask about that platinum OG. Let me know what you think. Um, But moving right along, in positive politic moves, Vermont, and this actually came out a couple of hours ago, uh, Vermont is looking to become the ninth state to legalize adult use of cannabis. Uh, and they're the first to do so. They will be the first to do so via the full legislative process. The House today approved a Senate-passed bill that would allow legal possession of cannabis for all adults in 2018. Um, at around 2.30, the House announced that they had passed the bill, and now it is going to Governor Phil Scott's desk for approval. Uh, under the current proposal, it would legalize personal possession and home cultivation of a very small amount of cannabis. Uh, it would have a one-ounce possession limit. Uh, and the one-ounce figure, uh, of course, but does not include the cannabis harvested from the allowed two mature plants and four immature plants that will be allowed for home cultivation. And by definition, two mature plants are two plants that show bud and four immature plants uh uh, plants not showing bud that will be allowed for home cultivation. So basically, you could have six plants, but at 
you know what I'm saying, at a given time, only two of them are able to be uh, bud showing. Uh, and then the bill also calls for a commission to study how the state might eventually tax and regulate cannabis. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying, shout out to Vermont. They are on the move. Hopefully by tomorrow uh, it may be fully legal in Vermont, but it's not for retail or any of that. They're basically just decriminalizing and letting people sell at home. Uh, and if you're caught with less than an ounce, then, you know, uh, I don't think anything is happening right now. You know, as long as you have less than um, uh, personal possession and home cultivation, so uh, one ounce personal possession, uh, nothing happens. So shout out to Vermont. And um, in updated news, which I don't even know whether this is positive or not, it's just kind of it's kind of up in the air. Uh, but Cheeto, you know, we always you know what I'm saying we always bring it up. Uh, you know how you got Jeff Sessions in there. Jeff Sessions is a hard ass, but he want to get rid of the green, and it's like you know, buddy, you know what I'm saying the West Coast and already stood up and said, "Sit down, boy, you're fucking with our money, so we ain't with that." Um, and now uh, Cheeto wants to slash funding for the office of the national drugs are by 95%. Uh, I'm getting this information from the hightimes.com. Um, according to a budget document obtained by news media on Friday and first reported by Politico, uh, Trump wants to slash funding for the office of the national drugs are by 95%. Uh, if the plan floated by the office of budget management goes through the office of national drug control policy, a White House-level office created during the Ronald Reagan just say no war on drugs bullshit, uh, responsible for advising the president on anti-drug efforts and coordinating the various other federal agencies working on the issue, would see its budget cut from $388 million to $24 million. The National High-Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Initiatives and the Drug-Free Communities Grants would be completely eliminated and would cut 33 of the office's 70 full-time jobs. Uh, and then it goes on. Uh, to tell a little bit more, but you can read more at hightimes.com. So I don't know how we're really going to file that one. So maybe, you know what I'm saying, as far as even though he's got sessions in there and they've already said we're not giving you extra money to, you know, fight uh, fight these causes, and now Trump is also saying that he's going to cut the drug policy office budget, like, all the way down. So that's even less money for them to, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to keep people away from the green. So Maybe shout out to that. I don't know. But you never know dealing with these motherfuckers. And um, finally, in a positive note, um, if you listen to any of the past other episodes and you heard heard me talk about, you know, how back in the day when California first started, because they were the first states to uh, basically legalize it on a statewide level, that the DEA basically sat back and watched people make hundreds of thousands of dollars and then went in and confiscated and took all of their cash, all of their plants and everything, and took people's livelihoods. Um, but I'm getting this information from the Marijuana Times, um, and this came out today, titled, Judge Orders San Diego DA to Return Life Savings to Civil Asset Forfeiture Victims. Uh, basically, uh, in March, uh, they, they told the story of the Sletic family who had their lives ripped apart, where in San Diego law enforcement, in conjunction with the DEA, raided James Sladek's state legal cannabis extraction company. Not only did authorities confiscate all the cash they found during the raid, but they also seized the bank accounts of the entire family, wiping out the life savings of James, his wife, and even their two teenage daughters. Uh, but recently, uh, this week, a judge ordered the San Diego DA to give them all of that back. Um, so uh, you can read the full article at Mar on the Marijuana Times. 
org. Uh, so, yeah, definitely shout out uh, to that. That's a positive uh, step forward. Um, hopefully that can happen to a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of other people can get restitution for, you know what I'm saying, having their lives uh, taken apart. A lot of a lot of black people that were uh, at, the, at, the, at the boom when it first started, the same thing happened to them. So hopefully, that, you know what I'm saying, this may be a trend where these people can pick back up where they left off even though the industry is kind of, you know what I'm saying, leaving them behind because they've literally been like this since, you know, since the early 2000s when California first started. But, you know, shout out to shout out to them, the Sletics, uh, for, you know what I'm saying, hopefully being able to start over and, you know what I'm saying, catch up with the industry that they were, you know what I'm saying, ripped away from. So, but um, that will do it for this week's Urban Landscape. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Rolling Paper Depot and also Seedsman.com. Uh, they have uh, graciously the, allowed the urban landscape to, you know what I'm saying, uh, take part in what they what they got, and you know what I'm saying, just let y'all know that if you need rolling papers, hit up rollingpaperdepot.com and uh, season.com. Head on over to area21podcast.com, click on the rolling paper depot uh, for any special offers that we are getting for you. Thanks to rolling paper depot and Seedsman. Uh, Seedsman, you can order seeds for uh, collection not cultivation, wink, wink. And uh, Rolling Paper Depot has everything you need. They got a, they got a nice uh, kit uh, that I got to post to the Instagram page, but they got a nice, uh, they call it the, I think they call it like the Super Stoners kit. It comes with the raw papers, the cones, the filters, the tray, uh, case, it's, it's everything. They got a couple of different cases, but um, definitely head over to area21podcast.com, click on the Rolling Paper Depot link at the top of the page, uh, see what they got. Uh, but now we can all mosey on down the street here, and let's holler at the girl, hey, Millie, because there's uh, some stuff going on in entertainment, I believe. Is it not? Yes, AJ, the tea is really, really hot, y'all. I mean, oh, it's so much that we have to cover tonight, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet. And then all the things that we don't cover in this segment of the second set, you can always go to area21podcast.com or Area 21 podcast on Instagram and look at all the stories that we don't cover. So tonight, let's get on down to the real tea. Let's talk about your boy Diddy getting sued by a former chef. Now, the woman is claiming that she had to serve the rapper meals after Diddy was having sex for a while and he was butt naked and she was fired for complaining about it. Now, the lawsuit was filed on Monday, which was two days ago, and the chef by the name of Stacey Ruda, I think that is how you pronounce her name, um, she issued complaints about the work conditions, and in her complaint, she stated that Diddy often would make comments about his body, and y'all know, like, for real, he asked the girl, was she attracted to his body, or did she like his naked body? Now, she's suing for sexual harassment, hostile work environment, and other claims. Now, I, I mean, when I heard this story, I really was shocked that um, that this lady was, was basically alleging that Diddy would do that. But I'm like, okay, maybe you got fired because you weren't doing your job. But then again, hey, is he say, he, he say, she say. She, she say, okay, can you cut that part out? Because <laughs> I got to that. <laughs> I mean, you know, really I mean, like, she she say, she yeah. 
<laughs> okay, you cut that. Just cut that for it. But anyway, um, it's just a lot of back and forth. So I don't know who to believe. I mean, you believe the chef, or do you believe um Diddy? But hey, he has not commented on it, so I guess we gotta wait until we see what is going on there. Now, your boy Peter Thomas from Real Housewives of Atlanta is finally getting his peach. No, he's not going to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta, but he is getting his own spinoff. And according to new reports, new, um, Peter's new show will center around his Charlotte restaurant and lounge that he has in North Carolina. Now, sources are saying that if the show is picked up, we will be able to see the drama um, that surrounded um, Peter's lounge, um, which was called Bar One in Atlanta. Now, that restaurant recently closed. But um, the show could be greenlit, and it's going to be um, basically similar to the show called Vanderpump Rules. And the one of the ladies, I forgot her name, one of the ladies that stars on their show, um, she is also a regular cast member on the uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I believe. So, um, yeah, Peter finally getting his own show. He can be, he can uh, bitch and moan on his own show like he did on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, shout out to him. <laughs> All right, now moving on to former loving hip hop cast member Tahiri Jose. Now, if y'all don't know who Tahiri is, she was on Loving Hip Hop for three seasons seasons two through four, I believe, and she was Joe Budden's ex-girlfriend, the one he proposed to out in um, um, Times Square, but she turned him down. Yeah, that's her. Um, basically, she got arrested on her birthday for beating up a lady that was staying in her house. Now, TMZ was reporting that the Dominican bombshell, because she has a banging-ass body, shout out to Tahiri, um, got into a physical location with um, this lady that was staying in her home in New Jersey. And according to the documents, Tahiri punched and scratched the hell out the woman in the face now. And they said she was pulling her hair too. But Tahiri says that she was the victim and she was defending herself. And um, she was saying when she got home, the women, like, the woman, like, she's known her for a while. Like, you know, just allow her to stay with her. You know, you my family. She stayed at my house for a while. Basically, the lady jumped her um, and started breaking, like, all the stuff in her house. So Tahiri was booked for assault, and basically she was released the next day. But the lady, um, I don't know what her name was, but she has really been on social media coming for Tahiri, like saying how she only gets paid $500 for a booking fee, like at these clubs, and she doesn't have any money. She's broke and, um, you know, uh, having sex with all these people in the industry. And she did say that um, allegedly that she slept with a rapper that is dating Kendall Jenner right now. So if y'all don't know who that is, I'm need for y'all to go to Area 21 Podcast and scroll on down, and you'll see who Kendall Jenner is dating now. But, um, yeah, so Tahiri kind of really did a video on Instagram today kind of saying that um, she doesn't know what the lady's talking about and that, you know, she's getting booked. She's on her way to an audition. I don't know. But, you know, um, 
shout out to Tahir for beating the woman ass. I mean, if that's your friend, she breaking shit in your house. I mean, hey, might as well be the ass. But, um, you know, that's all I got for Tahiri. Now, the real tea tonight that we got to talk about is that my one of my favorite shows on ABC, next to How to Get Away with Murder, Scandal will be ending after its seventh season um, later on this year. According oh, no. to People Magazine, ABC is expected to make the announcement next week for their um, ABC Upfronts. And what ABC Upfronts is is telling it is basically um, announcing the shows for the 2017-2018 um, year that the shows that are coming back and the shows that aren't going to be coming back. So there is supposed to be an announcement. Um, however, Shonda Rhimes the ABC has yet to comment, but Scandal was renewed for a seventh season. And, um, you know, it's devastating because, this is a show that has just recently celebrated their 100th episode. And um, and Shonda Rhimes, she said in a statement that she um, knows how the show is going to end. And um, I think a lot of fans are, you know, upset like me because it's been on for so long. And you, you've kind of grown accustomed to it. Yeah, sometimes it kind of throws you off and it slows down, but it picks back up that momentum. Um, but yeah, you know, hate to see scandal go, but, um, that's all I have for the sip and sit. Now, everything that we didn't cover in this segment, you can go on our website, which is area21podcast.com and look and see of, uh, all the celebrity news stories that we didn't cover. And also, um, hit us up on Instagram at area21podcast as well. And if you want some news stories, if you got hot tea for us, send us a message. Send us an email. You know, email us. You know, hey, we do this every day. If you got tea and you want me to spill it, hit me up. You know, I'm going to spill it. I'm going to give it to you straight. No tracer. No tracer. So, um, yeah, that's it for the sip and sip. 100, 115, and 1,000. All right, bet. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm I I, I fell off a scandal, so I don't I'm I'm kind of <laughs> indifferent about it. And I was reading I something else that, it, it, yeah, it, I was reading something up. else that I but I was reading something that said that she that Sandra Rhymes actually was I think planning on the seat like ending it maybe like this last season, but because Cheeto got in office, it threw it all off. So she basically yeah. had to like rewrite it. But now she knows how it's gonna end again. But I mean, it's one of them shows, I think, just based on, like, the plot of it, it couldn't have I didn't think it was going to last this long. Like, yeah, me either, Fitz, you know. You know what I'm saying? Because I, yeah. I haven't watched it, but once Fitz wasn't president no more, I was like, well, shit, you know what I'm saying? Happy yeah. and they go get married and get the hell on. But I, I'm i proud of her for keeping it going, introducing more bullshit. I ain't paid attention. Yeah. I know it's a bunch of wild, yeah. crazy shit going on. Yeah, and, it's, it, you know, I look at it like this. It helped launch a lot of um, the cast members' um, careers, you know, even though Kerry Washington has been in the game for a while, this show kind of elevated her her platform a little bit because Kerry Washington was an underrated actress. And if you um, think about her being in, um, what movie was she in a couple of years ago? 
um, Save the Last Dance, and then it kept it kept elevating, you know, um, that movie with Chris Rock and others. I think this gave her a much bigger platform, you know, going to the Golden Globes, going to the Oscars, being nominated for an Emmy, being nom- nominated for a Golden Globe, um, mm-hmm. getting into more movies, you know, um, The Last King of Scotland before she got on um, – on scandal, you know, I think it it did help elevate her career as a black woman, and you know, in acting, you know. But I'm pretty sure that this isn't the end for any of them. I, I know um, the guy that plays uh, that plays Fitz in the on the show just recently had a movie that came out about two months ago in movie theaters. I forgot what it's called. I, I went to go see it, but um, he was oh, actually yeah, pretty the, good. I think that's the movie about um, where you can uh, kill the office people. Yeah, they trying to kill, yeah. yeah, kill the people in the office. Or something. Like it looked like it was pretty good. Movie. Yeah, it was. It was. Gotta, it was weird, but it was. It was. You watched pretty it? Good. You saw it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I it was pretty it. good, you know. Because it looked yeah. like it was gonna be like a salt, a salt type movie, but a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, it, so, it, yeah, yeah, it was might, a little bit better though. Yeah, you gotta watch it, but. It, it was cool though. It was cool, but um, yeah. Shout out to the cast of Scandals. I'll miss you. Um, where are we going now? We need to go figure out what we need to put on, cause um, I know y'all probably y'all somebody ain't pay attention to the tips last week or the week before that, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. still out here wearing still out here wearing jellies with uh baggy jeans. So and that ain't hot. <laughs> that shit is not black butterfly. Can you please, please? I'm listen. Y'all better pay a damn attention. Black butterfly, help these people. Y'all better pay attention. <laughs> All right, guys. So I guess that's my cue to hop on in. So it's your girl, Black Butterfly, and you know I have a passion for fashion. So I'm coming at you with what's hot in the street, so I can keep your face beat and your hair, clothes, shoes, nail, whatever, on fleek. So the first story I want to talk about is Miss Zendaya. Um, she is someone uh, who embodies to me uh, black girl magic. We've definitely we've definitely seen her growth as well from Disney up until now, and she you know definitely has a lot to offer the world as a young millennial, young entrepreneur. So I want to hop into a um, an article that highlights something that she has going on. Um, Zendaya dishes on her inclusive and gender neutral second clothing line, and this article is courtesy of people.com. Zendaya is a woman of many talents. She can act, sing, dance, model, and design, and now she's back with a brand new collection. The actress's second Daya by Zendaya line, featuring a blend of athleisure pieces, jumpsuits, fun denim staples, and dresses that were key in her debut collection, launched Wednesday in a revamped look of cuts and colors. Everything I see for the brand is slowly starting to come true in the sense of how I wanted it to be very open. Zendaya 20 tells people of the line, which includes sizes ranging from extra small to extra, extra large with affordable prices between $18 and $54. I wanted everybody to feel like they could wear it. I want it to feel inclusive and gender neutral. In her second collection, copper is key and can be found in everything from silky slip dresses to velour tracksuits. I was inspired by different colors that really spoke to me, she explains. There was this one copper color that I was obsessed with because I felt it looked so beautiful on everybody's skin tone. As to her favorite style tip to rock one of her tracksuits, I'm a big believer in sweatpants being dressed up and dressed down, she said. You can wear the sweatpants with the matching sweat top or T-shirt, or you can wear it with one of the silk tops and wear heels with it. 
And one of my campaign shots, I did it with a denim jacket for my collection and made it more dressed up. You can make it work. Another piece she recommends dressing up or down is a classic slip dress, which she calls her staple item. I think I made so many slip dresses in my collection because they look great on everyone. They're beautiful on different skin tones, and they're easy to dress up or dress down, she said. You can wear them with sneakers. You can wear them with heels, and it's like a completely different look. Since this is her sophomore collection, Zendaya says she's learned from her debut to create a new and improved line. When it first started, I didn't really know what people were going to respond to, she says. Seeing how diverse the groups of people that are wearing it are, how they choose to wear it, how old they are, I think that was really exciting for me. I feel like the first one is always a test to figure out where you fit and where you go in the marketplace, she continues. There was almost too many options the first time. The second time around, we just tightened it up and really made it feel like a collection. If you post an Instagram in one of her new pieces, don't be surprised to get a like or a comment from the designer herself. I was just stalking people before getting on the phone, she admits. I was looking up Daya by Zendaya, and I liked everybody's pictures and commented. It's fun. When she's not looking up people wearing her clothes, she describes herself as someone who falls into the rabbit hole of Instagram, and she finds design inspiration from cool people on social media. Whether they're celebrity or just a random person that I find on Instagram or Tumblr, I'm inspired by people who are dressing and doing things for themselves. Those are the ones that I look up to, she says. For example, Erica Badu. She has always done what she wants when it comes to fashion, and I think it translates so well now. The new Diet by Zendaya collection is available now. So shout out to Zendaya doing big things, and congrats to her sophomore clothing collection, um, Daya by Zendaya. I will be posting some pictures from her new line to our at Area 21 podcast platform, so you can take a look at it for yourself and see if, if it's something that you might want to invest in. And the big takeaways um, here as far as trends are um, track suits that you dress up or down, um, people such as Kim Kardashian and a lot of other celebrities, you know, of course, our sisters, Kylie and Kendall, they've done this as well. So it's basically where you take some track pants and you kind of sex it up with like a lingerie top or a slip dress um, that you wear with the, ta- the track pants and some heels just to give it um, a different look. And this whole athleisure movement is fairly new. It's kind of a new trend where, you know, wearing athletic clothing is now a style statement, a fashion statement. So, you know, just never miss the opportunity to slay in, in the streets. You know, even when you're wearing workout clothes, you can still slay. So moving on to the next article, I'm going to talk about last-minute beauty gifts. Mom will never know we're last minute. And this article is courtesy of InStyle.com. As we all know, Mother's Day is coming up, and some of us have not quite gotten a gift just yet. So Black Butterfly wants to help you out and give you some beauty gifts that mom We'll never know uh, we're last minute and will definitely um, be appreciated by her. And this article is courtesy of InStyle.com. Look, it's not that mom isn't already constantly on our minds, but sometimes life gets crazy. Mother's Day approaches faster than expected, and we're often left scrambling for a gift and accompanying Hallmark card in the last possible moments before rolling into Sunday night's family dinner. But don't fret. We put together a list of beauty sets you'll be able to score at your local mall, Target, and yes, even drugstore checkout line that will never suggest that it was a last-minute move. Shop seven of our favorite options now. So I actually chose five of the seven. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and roll out those five to you now. And, again, you can try to find these at your local mall, Target, or even a drugstore such as Walgreens. Um, First item is um, Caudalie Venusaurus Hydrating Helper Set. Like a fine wine, this holy trinity is jam-packed with antioxidants, but rather than triggering Excuse me, rather than triggering a flush face, 
This hydrating set actually helps to reduce redness and keep her ever youthful glow at full attention. The second item is Tori Birch Mini Duo. Catering to both her classic and new school taste, this duo includes the OG Tori Birch scent dressed in pink, accompanied by the intense app solo version. The third item is the Soap and Glory Pink Twice gift set. Who knew you could score this British import at your local Target for under $20? This sampling of the brand's most popular products tuck easily into carry-ons and clutches alike. The fourth item is Fresh Herbicides Grapefruit Body Care Set. In terms of same packaging, that turquoise Tiffany's box ranks neck and neck with fresh sky blue exterior. Stashed within are the three body and lip treatments she's always playing with at the department store, but never got around to picking up for herself. And the last one is Lush Shower Time Bliss Gift Set. Aside from taking all of the elbow work out of wrapping the gifts, the soap, scrubs, and lotions housed within can help create the ultimate at-home spa situation. So there you go, Fly Girls. There are uh, five um, of seven um, gifts that you can score for mom last minute. Um, if you want to see the full article, you can definitely check it out on InStyle.com. And I also will be posting pictures of these sets as well so that you can get this, a visual of what these gifts look, out, look like and see what you may want to pick out for mom. And my last article, we're going to talk about 15 fresh and fun ways to wear denim. And this article is courtesy of Essence.com. Denim is one of those most classic pieces in our closet, and if you're like us, you probably own endless pairs of jeans. However, in recent years, denim has expanded beyond jeans and shorts, and this season is trending in a major way. From off-the-shoulder tops and dresses to strappy flats and sandals, we found 15 new stylish ways to wear denim. So, of course, I did not pick all 15. <laughs> I got about seven that I'm going to go over really briefly with you guys, just so you can get a little peek, a little sneak tip, if you will, of how to um, wear denim in fresh and fun ways. So, so the first way is the ex-boyfriend trucker jacket. We love an oversized jacket, and this Levi's one is an exaggerated version of their iconic trucker jacket. ASOS denim original high-waisted skirt in waterfall blue. High-waisted jeans are one of our favorite types of denim, so we we're super excited about this skirt version to wear with crop top. Um, Brett Maxi Dress Blueprint Chambray. You'll love this modernized denim take on a maxi dress for your next vacation. Breaking the Rules Lace-Up Denim Jumper. This dark denim jumpsuit from Chicago-based fashion brand Akira is stylish and sexy enough to wear on a date or your next girl's night out. AEO One Shoulder Chambray Shirt. One Shoulder Tops are trending for spring, and this chambray shirt from American Eagle Outfitters is perfection. BDG Denim Zip Front Coverall Romper. This coverall romper is cute enough to wear from brunch to a day party on Sunday Funday. And lastly, Denim Ankle Wrap Flats. We adore an ankle wrap flat, especially these Denim J. Crew ones. Since there's only a few left online, head or run to your nearest J. Crew store to snag these. And I will post um, these items up on our Area 21 podcast page so that you can actually see the brand. Um, and who makes these items and where you can go pick them up so you can be fresh and fly as well. So, fly girls and fly guys, this wraps up the fly girl fashion segment of the At Area 21 podcast. Again, I will be uploading pictures from all of the articles I read from tonight on our Area 21 platform. And if you want more uh, tips on style or just motivation or anything, make sure you follow me at Fly Girl Fashions. That's F-L-Y-Y. Girl Fashions, and check out my closet on Poshmark under Black Butterfly. And I'm out. Always and forever. Always and forever. Listen, every week. I ain't going to keep saying this shit. 
I'm going to let y'all be out here looking bum. And what we're going to start doing is we're just going to start posting that shit on Fly Girl Fashions for what not to do. Catch you with some <laughs> jellies. Catch you with some jellies and baggy jeans on and a goddamn jersey dress. We, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Keep doing it. We see y'all. We see y'all. Because um, we see you flexing for the ground, stunting for the book, all that shit, which will bring us to tonight's topic, um, which is why the fuck is everybody flexing? Is tonight's topic, and just to um, just to start off our topic, of course we saw Bow Wow flexing, uh, which for one, I I don't know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Young Shot Moss a little bit of benefit because he is the executive producer for this show, and you know it's premiering in a little bit, and he's on a press run right now. True enough, and you know what I'm saying his name is trending. You know what I'm saying, so I'm gonna talk a little bit of of it up to uh to publicity. Uh, but a lot of y'all ain't got shit to publicize, and so we need to find out why the fuck is everybody flexing. But I'm going to just give y'all a couple of little pieces that I found uh, while I perused the web. Um, one of these, this is an article from HuffPost, uh, 11, 11 things we fake in our social media lives. Uh, number one is appearance. Two is relationships. Three is partying. Four is traveling. Five is food. Six is diet. Seven is fitness. Eight is babies and pets. Nine is coolness. 10 is clothing, and 11 is perfection. So those are the 11 things that, you know what I'm saying, HuffPost said that uh, people fake online in their social media lives. Um, and let me find this other this other quote. This quote right here was, ooh, ooh, ooh here you go. This, was, this is another HuffPost uh, article. Stop faking it on Facebook. But I'm going to just pull this piece out because this piece right here, this, uh, like Tamar Braxton say, this is a word. Um, the author of this said, if I scroll down my Facebook feed and my Instagram feed, I could be convinced, I could be convinced that I am the only one struggling with adulthood. I'm going to run that back. If I scroll down my Facebook feed and my Instagram feed, I could be convinced that I am the only one struggling with adulthood. Um, so I'm going to just leave that there. Y'all can, y'all can close your Bibles. Uh, and let's come, let's come together, and let's 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 you know what I'm saying. Let's talk about this, because um, a lot of y'all too old for this shit, um, and a lot of y'all put too much time and effort into this shit. Like the amount of time that y'all put into faking it, you probably could be really doing it if you applied yourself. But um, we we let, let let's hop into it, Black Butterfly. Let's 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 go ahead and get your angle from it, um, as to why. You think people are like? How did we end up here? I mean, we know it's we know it's the social media craze. Like how? Like we kind of know how we got here because of the influx of social media. But you know what I'm saying? In your opinion, how did we? Like you know what I'm saying? How did how we got? How did we get here to this point to where people are literally, you know, going to open houses, for instance, in mansions just to take pictures in it? to make it seem like they buying this or they live there now or people going to expensive stores like Nordstrom's and Lord and Taylor going to the dressing room, try something on and then, you know, taking pictures of it or going the you know, going in the Gucci store, buying some mints just so they can get a Gucci bag and then post on Instagram just a little shopping. You know what I'm saying? How did we get here to where it's so it's so important for people to be fucking flexing? Black butterfly, go ahead, speak on it now. Um, I I think that um, 
I think that people that go to extremes to flex are doing it to fill some type of void um, that they aren't getting, you know, whether they aren't getting maternal or paternal love from parents in the household, whether they're hopeless romantics and just can't find the right one in their lives, um, you know, whether they suffer from some type of mental illness like anxiety or depression and they do things to seek attention to make them, you know, breathe easier or feel better at the time. I just think it's a number of things, but I think the main thing is to grab attention, but the reason of grabbing that attention is because you want to feel um, a void. I mean, you know, let's be honest, a lot of the times when those likes start rolling in, those comments start rolling in, it feeds your ego. It makes you feel good. I'm pretty sure, you know, if you look at it from a scientific aspect, which they may have already done this, I'm sure it probably releases endorphins, you know, similar to when you eat a food that you really like or, you know, something else that is pleasurable, um, you know, to the human body or, you know, to the brain. So I'm sure it's, you know, some, some scientific um, things behind, you know, just the the phenomena um, of flexing. Um, but I really think that, you know, for a lot of people, again, it's just a fill void. And then some people are just narcissistic. And, um, just like, you know, for all eyes to be on them, uh, all shine to be on them, don't want nobody to outdo them. You know, they always got to be the one that's the center of attention. They got to be the party starter, you know. And um, I think that at that point you need to definitely um, do some self-introspection and figure out why. Why you always got to be the one in the spotlight? Why you always the one got to show somebody up? Why you feel like you got to go out of your way to get, you know, likes or whatever it is, you know, from people to make you feel good. Um, the thing about it is, you know, if you have a, a good spirit, a good heart, a bright aura, people going to be attracted to you anyway. People going to like your stuff. People going to follow you. People going to support you, you know, just based on who you really are authentically and based on, you know, who you truly are, you know, in your in your heart and with your spirit. You know, you don't have to be real extra you know, to, to gain these likes and followers and, and, and stroke your ego because at the end of the day, um, you know, these people don't really love you. You know, if, if if it comes down to a point where you really need someone for something for real, all those people that's liking your flexing and all this type of stuff, they're likely not going to be the ones there to help you. You know, at the very least, be your authentic self and show the real you and that we do struggle. And that's one thing, you know, I like about, you know, our podcast and, you know, even our personal pages or what have you, you know, our personal Facebook and Instagrams and Snapchats or whatever, you know, we share with other people what we're going through. And that's one of the uh, main things, and this is a shameless plug, but I'm just saying, that's one of the main things I want to do once I launch my blog, um, Flag or Fashions. I promise y'all it's coming soon, but I'm so busy. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, I want to like, speak to, you know, the authentic self, I want to speak to the wholeness of a woman, just not the glamour part, you know, and so that's why I've been allowing myself to open up, you know, I say silly stuff that people are entertained by, but it's true, like, I put a status on Facebook the other day, I said I'm not a morning person, I put my clothes on backwards twice this week, that's a true story, I don't like getting up in the morning, I want to be an Atlanta housewife and sit at home, or, you know, like we shared on EP11 about how I suffer from, you know, anxiety and depression. Like, I'm going to be real with you. I I am struggling as an adult, as many millennials are, you know, and I'm actually, I would prefer for us to be 
realer about it so that we can come up with a plan, you know, to help each other out and figure out the why and and, and try and, and support each other in our entrepreneurial, you know, um, goals or, you know, trying to make our own lanes or just trying to navigate, you know, adulting is hard. You never really prepared for this, you know, and I just turned 30. My other co-host here, they'll be 30 soon. It's like, you know, people feel like that's the, uh, the peak of grown, but in a lot of ways, I still feel like a baby. I'm like, now, how did Morgan mm-hmm. work now? How you write a check now? <laughs> what now? Who? I don't know. I don't feel like dealing with all this, you know? So I feel like, you know, we do struggle as adults, and it ain't worth it to flex. You know, I feel like you will get farther ahead in life and get more um, longstanding, you know, people in your corner um, by being real more so than being fake and flexing. So that's my spill on it. I think it's just to fill a void, one, and then also – just to, you know, stroke an ego, uh, uh, ego or, you know, um, feed into narcissistic, you know, behaviors, um, which at that point, again, you need to check yourself and ask yourself why, what is it that you're really seeking and looking for by flexing for the gram or for the Facebook. So that's a what word. I think, AJ. A word, a word, a word. Thank you for your, you know what I'm saying, thank you for that. Um, and now we're going to move to a Millie. And, you know, I want you to come from this angle right here because, you know, we always, you know, we always grew up, everybody's heard the saying, you know, fake it till you make it. You know, we've all heard that, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, another, this is another quote from the uh, Stop Faking on Facebook article from HuffPost. Um, and it's two points that I just want to, I'm, I'm going to throw at you, A. Millie, and you, you know what I'm saying, you take, you take it however you want to and, and you know what I'm saying, give us your spiel on it. But he said, what good is having a community if it's all built on lies? And then the other question is, we all grew up hearing fake it till you make it, but what happens if you never do? Are you prepared to fake it forever? Mm. So yeah. mm, give us mm. give us that word, Amelie. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I, I agree with. Um, let me chime in on this, but um, I agree with what Marissa said wholeheartedly, but um, I I just, I believe that the saying goes that, you know, fake it till you make it, and like how you just asked me, what if you never make it? I think it, it it's an ego. Like, we grew up in a small town. We've heard that saying, we still hear the saying, fake it till you make it, but even more so growing up, but I just think if you if you never succeed at what you try to throw out saying, hey, I'm doing this and doing that, and you fake it, um, I, I think it's an ego. And they, the people will still continue to do that. I know people now that still uh, continue to do it. They place them for the ground. They place them for Facebook. But then in real life, they're not living up to their potential. They They like to, I guess, overshadow people. And, you know, hey, we out here grinding and hustling, a.k.a. the grocery each and every day. We're not faking that. This is life. This is, you know, we're not faking it. I'm not rich. I ain't got no um million-dollar car. I like to have one. I pray for that to come. But um, I, people will still do that. It's an ego thing. It and, and with me, you know, in my mind, growing up in a small town, it's like everybody will compete with everybody. Like, oh, I got, I'm driving this. Oh, okay. Well, 
I, I, I got my mama car. Let me drive this. I'm faking it. I don't own it. But to me, it seems like people are still going to do it. And you have 45 people, 50-year-old people that still do it on the ground. Hey, look at Bow Wow. He's still flexing. He's flexing. I mean, it's an ego thing. Like, you're trying to portray something that you're not. You know, be real. Be humble. Be real about it. If you know you ain't got it, tell me. I mean, you... Say it. You ain't got it. Ain't nobody finna, like, take nothing away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think it's an ego thing. And 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 in our, our African-American community, we are so bad with that. Like, we always trying to compete with the next person. Like, it ain't even about that. You know, hey, at the end of the day, we're still black. We're still trying to get it. I mean, um, but that's, that's my opinion of it. I, I still think um, people are still faking it until they make it, and even if they don't make it, they still going to um, front for everybody like they got it when, you know, we know they don't. So, mm. I mean, mm. just, let's just be let's just be real about it, you know. <laughs> I know a couple of people, even, mm. you know, local or or – or just celebrities, like I mean, you ain't got a front like like you got it. Come on, let's it's just plenty, be real. I I mean, it's just plenty. I mean, if you're doing that to get these females out here or to get men out here, I mean, what does that say about you and your character? What does that Cat say fish. about you? Catfishing. You catfishing out here, and then you know. When it all boils down, something go wrong. Can you are you uh, prepared to pay for this? I mean, mm-hmm. as females, we flexing like we wear Louis, uh, uh, Louboutins and Louboutins and um, wearing Chanel bags and everything like that. But I mean, what are you flexing for? And then dudes, y'all flexing like y'all got all this money. On this doggone Instagram and Facebook, that's one. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Is like me and y'all showing you all this money, but you ain't got it. You don't have it. You're doing all of this show boning, and for what? What is that going to prove? What is that going to prove that that you a gold digger or that you were just a complete idiot and you want to get robbed? You're flexing for no reason. Don't call them out. Don't call them out. Out here getting their doors kicked in because they want to flash a thousand dollars on the ground. I mean, but but it's like, what is that? What Mm. are you doing that to prove? Like, I I just think it's a (laughs) different generation from what I when our parents came up or when our grandparents. I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they wasn't. Huh. But I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to throw this in for both of y'all because, you know, I don't want us to always come like Joe Button, you know what I'm saying, Joe Button say he the old man. I don't want us to come off as the old, angry folk because we ain't old, but, you know, there is, a, there well, is no. a, a difference. There is a difference, you know, generationally between everybody. But, you know, we, you know what I'm saying, the people in our in our age range, in our age bracket, we, we did our flexing, but, you know, it was – I guess it wasn't as rampant because you know folks was out buying you know the fake the fake Louis coach fake Louis and fake coach purses you know what I'm saying the flex and everything mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying doing but I think it it wasn't as rampant or as you know just wild because I mean it was I don't know I guess that was more of a trend than 
I kind of look at it as a as a trend thing yeah. because, like, you know, that that phase kind of went when everybody had like when all the girls had the you know the multicolored Louis V uh, logo purse. It was like the, the but it yeah. had like Louis yeah. V was in the rainbow colors. Like everybody had that. So yeah. I I, I kind of see that as you know it was it was flexing for one because everybody like you know that was when everybody like well your bag ain't real you know with the knockoff shit like we went through our little knockoff era but I think that was more of a trend but I just want to throw that in because I want to you know what I'm saying I don't wanna, always want to put everything on this new generation you know new generation is but with the yeah, you know with the that. with the rise I mean I I look I don't care if we did shit I don't give a damn <laughs> I, I'm, I'm somebody awful so I. <laughs> I'm somebody. We're millennials too. Everybody. That's the thing. So I can't really see, think it's generation. See, I, and, and you know, I don't. You know, I can, I don't like that because I really feel like that's just them. <laughs> like I feel like we part of like another little subsection. We you not know what I'm like, <laughs> I know, but because mm-hmm. uh, no, I was uh, matter of fact, I was reading. Um, I was reading the definition for um, millennials, and it, you know, it's a, it's maybe like three or four accepted definitions. But, like, most of them agree that it starts in the 80s, but even one said that it went back to, like, 74, 73, 74. So, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, and then cut it off at, like, 92. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's about four different accepted versions of what a millennial is. Um, so, you know, I, that's why, like, a lot of times I really don't, I feel like I want to be in a different category. Like, I, mm-hmm. I really do. Like, I don't want to be considered millennial um, unless they come up with something for these new, new folks. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I just don't, I know, I, you know, like I said, I don't give a damn if we do come across it. Hell, I'm somebody's uncle. I reserve the right to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> talk, 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 oh, hell. You know what I'm saying? These young whippersnappers today, they just don't, they're just so different. Mm-hmm. They're so different. Yeah. Though. I think that, you know, when we say this new generation, that encompasses all of us because we're practically a part of the new generation. You know, we were born in the tech age and the information age. So when we say it, listeners, it does speak to us as well. We're not talking just about 90s babies because we're damn Mm -hmm. near 90 babies ourselves. We were born late 80s. So we're encompassing ourselves. In my opinion, we're including ourselves when we say this new generation because we are the newest there is not a generation after millennial just yet and we're in that group so we're still a part of the new generation and i tell y'all what my definition is my definition is millennials is anybody who did not grow up with dial-up if you don't know what dial-up is you millennial (laughs) because me as for me and my people we know about dial-up we know what that AOL mm-hmm. used to have to do. We know you mm-hmm. had to sit there and, and, have, and you had to dial that thing in. You had to catch that right number. AOL pop up and say you had some mail. You hop off of one of them chat rooms, ASL. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know what none of that means, you, you, you part of this, you know what I'm saying, you part of the new, the other new, uh, millennial, <laughs> millennial section B. That's what we're going to call these new folks. If y'all don't know nothing <laughs> about the look, if you got on Facebook with a regular email address, you are part of Millennial New, okay? <laughs> millennial, mm-hmm. millennial Part B. We yeah, break y'all Part down like, A, we had to have college address to get Right. We're going to break y'all down like Medicare, okay? You Part, you part B. You ain't even part of the original package. But, um, but yeah, so, of course, I got to, you know, give my quote, and this quote speaks volumes. This is another word. Uh, it's Ralph Waldo Emerson. 
to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. And I'm going to read it again. This is Ralph Waldo Emerson. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. I just want everybody to um, – oh, and I'm going to read this, this other quote from this article. Uh, and this, this, this spoke to me personally just because I, I just like the way that he worded it. It was, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was deep, but it was truth. Uh, and this came from an article in Massive Magazine. Uh, but he was writing a story, you know, basically the article was titled uh, Limp Handshakes, Social Media Fronting, and the Decline of Decency. Uh, but one of the quotes that I, that I pulled out, he said, more recently I met my Wellington reporter's boyfriend. His handshake was firm, his eye steady upon meeting mine. A fine man, a man I'd go into battle behind in an instant, was my immediate character summation. It was a rare moment this year. I think the decline in the quality of the handshake speaks to wider issues faced by our millennial generation. We are, by any standard, falling behind in many standards of decency. And that, that kind of brings me to, uh, to my point. Um, you, know, that, you know, he said there is, there's a seemingly end, endless charade of social media fronting that we're, that we're starting to see. And it's, you know, it's almost like a virtual reality world where people, you know, we got a whole TV show that's, on, you know, they, I don't even know what season Catfish is on. There's a whole show dedicated to people fronting and faking on social media. It's an entire television show based on just that. Like, that's the point that we're at now to where you've got people that are, you know, either unhappy with themselves or want that much more attention that they go create an entirely new person and, you know, catfish people. And my thing is, it's, you know, the amount of effort that people are putting into lying and fronting you if if you apply that to actually you know half of what you're actually trying to fake, you might actually be able to accomplish it. Like there's people around here putting up elaborate fronts for social media, and you know setting up whole rooms to make it look like they got this, this, and this. They could probably become interior designers, but they would rather spend their time faking to create this virtual world where everything is perfect. But then. People see them every day in real life and realize, like, oh, this girl be at the club wearing red bottoms and all of that, but she sleep on the floor. She stay with her mama. Not knocking people to stay with their mama, but you know you know who you are, and y'all know who I'm talking about, the people that be at the club popping bottles, always in VIP, but they stay at their mama house in their bedroom that they had since they was nine years old. And not, 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 And I'm not talking about that person who's staying there because they're trying to save money, you know, Move, you know, better themselves in life. I'm talking about that person who literally staying there because they spend too much money, time, and attention flexing. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Everybody knows somebody. And then these people that get caught flexing and continue to flex. Like what? Like if you ride, if you ride here posting pictures all the time, like you got cars and you all of this. Like you know, we all know celebrities that be leasing cars and rappers that rent cars and stuff like that, and they flex. But then normal people doing it. But then you pull up, you pull up, and you pull up to your regular job, and you got a Honda, and you know people that work with you that follow you on Instagram. They're like, "I thought you had a Ferrari." Oh no, I borrowed that. Like, why are you flexing? Stop! Stop that shit. It's too much work, yeah. Chad. <laughs> exactly, and that—that's that, what I was just gonna say. Like, it's too it's much work. It's hard to keep up a lie. It's hard to keep exactly. up a lie after year after year after year. Exactly. It's not even year after year. Hell, from day to day. 
Because I'm posting, I'm, if I'm sitting here posting like right, I'm in the Ferrari right. this week, I'm in the Lamborghini next week, and then next 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 week when somebody that I actually know sees me, they like, um, why are you on the bus? What happened to your Ferraris? They in the shop? Right. All your all your fancy cars in the shop at one time? All of them, you know what I'm saying? Out of gas? What? No. But I think, you know what I'm saying, like both of y'all said, they all come down to that point of, you know, people, you know, flexing egos. And I say that it was, you know, probably based on fear of missing out or fear of embarrassment pretty much because, like, you know, in our past episode, we all, all three of us got transparent about ourselves personally. And if you follow us personally, if you know us personally, you know we're open people. Like, you know, I, on my on our Snapchats and our Instagrams and our Facebooks and even Twitters, like, we tweet real thoughts. We say real things. We don't fake. We don't flex for nobody. We ain't fronting for these peckerwoods. But I think a lot of people are embarrassed about their truth, so they don't want to let it out, so they cover their truth with lies. And the thing about it is the more truth you cover up, the more you have to continue covering that dirt because truth is like one of those things. It shall rise. It's going to come out. You're going to have to continuously cover it for somebody not to find out, like, you're going to have to keep sneaking home at night like Cinderella. It then turned back into a pumpkin, so now you got to sneak. You can't come around when people come around. Like, it's, you know, stop feeling like you're going to miss out on something. Like, if you're, and if you got them friends that, you know, if you posted your real life, they wouldn't respect you or fuck with you, them ain't your friends, boo-boo. Right. Get them up out of, get them up out of your life. If all your friends posting red bottoms and you can't afford a pair of red bottoms and if yeah. you ain't got a pair, they don't fuck with you, them ain't your friends. Deuces. That ain't that ain't that ain't what is that ain't what it's for. So thought, you know what I'm saying? I think you know what I'm saying, I think it's people that, you know, might have a fear of being embarrassed or fear of missing out, like, oh, if I'm not posting this same illusion that other people are posting, which may or may not be an illusion, then I won't be accepted by them. I won't get these likes. And then, you know what I'm saying, y'all stop liking people's stuff that y'all know they lying. Quit encouraging these folks, shit. No, good damn well, that girl ain't bought her baby pampers, but she's still at the club buying Don Perignon. Quit liking her damn pictures in the club. Like the pictures of the baby. Start <laughs> encouraging if, if that's what we got to do, start encouraging them through the likes. Stop liking all their flexing pictures. Only like their real pictures, like when they post them and their children playing. Like that, to, like that to death. But when they're in the club, you know, good damn well, they roll to the club, Borrow $20 to get in. Quit liking them pictures. Yeah. Mm, word. Borrowing money. Listen, if, you, if you're taking out small personal loans to go to the club, kill yourself, nigga. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to end it one more time with this quote because I really feel like this is speaking to someone. To be yourself, and I'm going to add in to be your true self in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment, Ralph Waldo Emerson. And um, come through. That's like, yeah. Ralphie came through with the quote. Black Butterfly A Millie came through with the, with the truthness. I know that ain't no word, but we are gonna make it a word tonight. Um, and that's how we gonna that's how we gonna finish this conversation out for this week's episode, episode thirteen of Area Twenty One, the Underground Takedown. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Area 21 Podcast. That's Area, the number 21 podcast. Also, check out Area21Podcast.com. Uh, be sure to check out the website and check out all of our beautiful sponsors who help 
who help us bring you this. Uh, shout out to everybody supporting us. Last we checked, we are closing in on 1,000 downloads in yeah. over 12 what? 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 motherfucking countries. We international. People is listening. We love y'all. Appreciate the support. Continue doing it. If you're listening and you subscribe, thank you. Go ahead and hit that share button. Let somebody else hit know. Be like, look. Hit the download yeah. and share Yeah. Download that. Share that. Download and follow us, it to your too. neighbor. Follow, follow, follow us. Fo- follow us first, then download, then mm-hmm. listen, then share, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then do it all again. And then tell <laughs> a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. And tell your auntie. Don't tell your mama because she might get mad. But your your cool auntie, the one that smokes, <laughs> yeah. and, and and they let you drink when you were about ten. Yeah. yeah. Tell her about us. <laughs> tell her about us. But yeah. And we, tell uh, the cool definitely... ass uncle that always be trying to get the young girls and stuff. You know. That drunk uh-huh. uncle. <laughs> the drunk uncle. They got like uncle's a twenty-five year old girlfriend. Yeah. This is an open yeah. uncle zone. I am an uncle myself, so uncles are allowed. <laughs> Yeah, bring your a, gin, a drunk uncle. Bring your whiskey. The one that wears linen during the summertime. And yeah. Yeah. With the low the one, and that fedora. Yeah, with the, with the fedora hat. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, that the one who be ready for springtime every year. Yeah. He be waiting for it. <laughs> he be ready in January. The one who shuts it down every Easter. That uncle. Yes, he is allowed. <laughs> Yeah, that uncle, one, that uncle right there. The one who the one who knows what pastel is and he is not afraid to wear it. Yes, that uncle. <laughs> Bring him to the front. Bring him to the front. He is VIP uh, here at the underground. Shout out to that uncles though. Those <laughs> ones about food though. I love me. That's hey, what I'm about to say. I love a good old cat daddy now. Hey, hey, uh <laughs> it's summertime. <laughs> Don't worry about it, cause y'all finna start seeing them. Y'all, look, I know, <laughs> I know, a million catching them, catching them right now. Yeah, they're working mm-hmm. out. Uh-huh. Like, I know you catching, I know you catching them in Planet Fitness. They in there faking like they working out. They ain't working that <laughs> out. They just in there to watch flexing. y'all. They right. <laughs> they are, yeah, they out, they out there flexing. Got got three Bluetooth around their neck. Got their big, oh uh, my got God. their iPhone. IPhone seven plus in their hand, just letting folks know. No, I got a phone. I got a smartphone, baby. Hats on. <laughs> Working <For real>. out, <laughs> talking all loud. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm at the yeah. gym. Uh huh. Working out. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll come by there. I'll come by there tonight. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and knock this workout out. Let me go ahead and knock this workout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The young girls in here looking at me. <laughs> There's one girl, I guess he was talking to his girlfriend or somebody, I don't know. But, what, okay, so natural culture, some people that's natives, they say get instead of that. So he's just on a workout machine because, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I like it. I like it right there. Girl. I like that right there. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, no, I like that right there. I like it. I was like, nigga, can you move off this machine? Because I'm really trying to get on it while you're on your Bluetooth and this hat. Tell me, you like that right there. Like, I need for you to move. Oh, no. <laughs> it really do be sad in there with their Bluetooth and a hat on, like no lie in Planet Fitness. Like I need y'all to get y'all uncles for real. <laughs> they are. That is a no judge. That is a judgment free zone. Well, <laughs> shout out to yeah, shout out to the cat coming that. to pizza. Shout out to the cat <laughs> coming down on pizza night. Okay, on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday like pizza night. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, but besides them shout outs, Black Butterfly, you got any real shout outs? I do. So it's Nurses Week, and I want to shout out oh, all yes. the nurses 
Yay! Um, some of my close friends are nurses. Shout out to uh, Rakia and Shonda Bullock and Rakia Williams. They are awesome, awesome nurses. And just shout out to all of you guys. You know, I know sometimes what you do goes unappreciated because low-key a lot of y'all do more than the actual doctors do and a lot of times you're overlooked and underappreciated but black butterfly and area 21 podcast wants you to know that we appreciate you and happy nurses week so shout out to y'all and i might be one of y'all shout out to the nurses (laughs) yeah yeah. shout out to the nurses definitely 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 hey millie I got to shout out all the graduates that are graduated. I know some graduated this past weekend, and I know um, some more graduations are coming up. I got to shout out my friend, uh, Quan Littleton, on graduating, and I got to shout her out because she is the first graduating class at Alabama State University to receive a BFA in dance. And yeah, okay. classmates are the first class out at, at Alabama State University. Um, so shout out to her. Um, such an inspiration to uh, me and and some of my friends. A great mother, a great dancer, and she teaches kids um through dance. And um, I just want to shout her out and um. You know, this has been a long time coming, and I just want to let her know that I'm proud of you, Quan, and I know you're getting ready to do big things like we always talk about. And, um, you know, just want to shout out all the other graduates. You know, this is your time. The time is now. So go ahead, go out, and show the world what you made of. Like, we know that some of our close friends and family members, we, we see it. Now it's time for you to, to fly out there and show the world what you made of. So congrats to all the graduates. Look at Amelia giving that commencement address, would you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. <laughs> she's giving there, that full-blown word out here. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amelia, you took mine, damn it. I was going to shout out to the graduates. So I'm going to say it again. Shout out to you say it I'm going to say, yeah, shout out to the graduates, everybody graduating. Um, stay in school as long as you can. Get your ass right back in oh, there. Yep. Don't come out here. Mm-hmm. It ain't fun. Get your ass it back ain't. in there. So all y'all folks going to medical school and all of that, good. Go right back in there. Don't be, listen, y'all be, look, don't take no time out. Go straight back in there. Stay in there. It's a tax haven. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, shout out to the graduates. Um, shout out to everybody that's out here flexing for social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bow wow. You know what I'm saying? Flex, listen, we just going to leave y'all with this. Flex responsibly, please. You know, put a cap to it. Put a cap to it. If you just got the need and the urge to flex, put a cap on it. Don't just be out here recklessly flexing, and then when you get caught, you don't know what to do. You know, be mm-hmm. be respectable with your flex. Be moderate with it. Yeah. I flex every now and again. I flex because whenever I'm going to a wine tasting, you best believe I'm going to post it. But that ain't what I do every day. Mm-hmm. That is not what I do. That's why we, if you look, you go, 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 go check some of your real genuine people. Go check some of their Instagrams. You'll see that, you know what I'm saying, their real life, you know, is, oh, they only post fun stuff every weekend because during the week they at work like real people. They ain't flexing during the week. All y'all folks that be going to the club every night, not knocking y'all, but some of y'all flexing like a motherfucker. That ain't your job. You don't work there. You ain't getting paid to be there. And you be in the club and VIP every night, and you, listen, just because you got booking info in your uh, in your bio, 
Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. You ain't no promoter. Come on now. All right? <laughs> Stop that shit. Stop fighting for the peck of woods. Stop. All right. I'm, I'm going to leave them alone. I'm going to leave these. Leave the children alone. Leave the children alone. Leave the children alone. Leave the children alone. So, yeah, shout out to everybody flexing. Shout out to the graduates. Shout out to the nurses. I forgot to say uh, shout out to the teachers last week, I think. I don't know if I did or not, but shout out to the teachers. Yeah, because Teachers Appreciation Week was last week. Shout out to my boo. Is this week, too? She just told me it's this week, too. So, shout out to the teachers this week. I don't know. See, they around here. They they gave teachers uh, two, two and a half weeks or some shit like that. They deserve it, though, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. Yeah, shout out to the educator. Two and a half now. Uh, the educator. Those are going to be a mess. They'll get you a dozen apples. <laughs> teachers Appreciation Day and Teachers Appreciation Week. Thank you, uh, yep. our, in- our in-house teacher correspondent, Bay. <laughs> she she, she yeah. gave me straight. Um, shout out to Shannon. Yeah. Shout out to Shannon. She's talking about we deserve like Mama D. We deserve. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to, uh, shout, as always, shout out to A. Millie for the live tweets. Be having that thing lit. Yo. Um. So, yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Area 21 Podcast. That's at Area the Number 21 Podcast. Check out our website, area21podcast.com. Like I said, hit the website up, area21podcast.com, and check out our sponsors. They do help us bring you uh, the underground takedown every week. Shout out to Rolling Paper Depot and Seasman.com for being sponsors for the urban landscape. Shout out to Lulumia, uh, the best makeup brush cleaner in the world. Uh, they sponsor the fashion segment. Uh, and shout out to everybody else who is supporting us. Shout out to the, you know, the hundreds upon thousands upon millions of people who are downloading, supporting, listening, subscribing, tweeting us, commenting, following, liking, everything, everything that you're doing that is positively impacting, um, you know what I'm saying, what we're doing. And, you know what I'm saying, we just, you know what I'm saying, we're just being creative. This is what we do. This is what we know. We're just coming to y'all being real, being raw, being unfiltered every week. And we appreciate y'all for at least listening. If we ain't got but one person listening, we appreciate you. If we got a thousand people listening, we appreciate every single one of y'all. So shout out to y'all. And as usual, this is Area 21, the underground takedown. It's your boy King Friday, Black Butterfly, A. Millie, episode 13. We appreciate y'all for listening. Area21podcast.com. Follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Area 21 Podcast. This is Area Number 21 Podcast. And check out Fly Girl Fashion, Fly with two Y's, F-L-Y-Y-G-I-R-L-F-A-S-H-I-O-N-S. Catch me, Akila. Catch me, Akila. Get out of here. We'll catch y'all next, not next week, next week. We love y'all. We out. Holla. All right, guys. All right. That was good. Yeah, I it. What did they record? That was pretty good. Appreciate y'all. Oh, I think we're still recording. So let me go ahead and end this thing, y'all. All right, y'all. Catch y'all in the group. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.